0: Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast of the Best Shows on TV. And I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're hitting that uh, episode seven of Preacher on Is AMC. it already
1: episode seven?
0: Believe it or not, it is, man. It's crazy. Man. What's the what's the title of this one? He gone. He gone. He gone.
2: No uh, idea on the director. <laughs> no yeah, idea. We <laughs> yeah. IMDB didn't throw it directly in
0: our face, so really? we don't <laughs> <laughs> All I know is is that gotta put it out there early. Most disappointing episode of the season to me. Yeah, this only is one scene really kind of was like yay. The rest of it, I was like blah, no. Where Slow. are you going with this? Slow. Yeah. Nope. Poor entry. I mean, the, you know, I've been like I salivate for the first five minutes, and this one just was kind of a continuation and didn't have much to it.
1: Not a good continuation like last week. Yeah. No. It's kind of unfortunate.
2: Coolest part actually was when the the title came up, preacher, and it's just you see Ken Cannon sitting in the center of it. Um, you know, listening to the Slaughterhouse Five again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my um, God!
1: Like
0: that, that, that gets creepier
2: every time we listen to that uh, stuff. This is probably the most ridiculous too. Yeah, it was, oh, it was awful. Like,
1: I, was, I was, I was struggling. Like, I muted it. I'm not gonna lie. What's worse, Slaughterhouse or Space's voice? <laughs> uh, Slaughterhouse. <Hey. laughs> Put of I mean, a coin, uh, but I mean, I thought there was at least a lot of good cinematography in this one with like all the pan ups and like the zoom outs and stuff. I thought that was actually really good.
0: You know, I thought that too, but I also thought there was way too many close ups. How many times did we have to see Jesse's face from four inches away? I mean, you realize uh-huh. it was like at least twenty times this episode. Well, this is the most reserved Cassidy we've gotten to, so that
2: was kind of me.
1: Yeah, really. Um, it really was. I mean,
2: I mean, obviously until the pinnacle scene, I mean, it, yeah. it was kind of reserved, but I don't know. I don't think they've earned their, like, best friendship
0: yet, you know what I mean? No, That's yeah. That's been fast. Yeah, that was, for him to say we're best mates and all that stuff, he was He's it been wasn't... saying
1: that all season, Yeah,
0: so. but I mean, this was like he actually was betting on it, and it wasn't there. Yeah, but I
2: feel like I feel like Cassie's the kind of character that does latch onto somebody as soon as they show him affection. You know what I mean? Like immediately latches on. Like he's barely has ever had friends in his life,
1: which is weird for a guy who's 119 years old. Oh, and super charismatic. Well, you got to think about
0: this too: is that you know he lives a solo life because of what he is. He yeah. has to. And so, like, like you just said, what you're proving your point is, is that like he's attached to tulip because we made love and this and that and stuff. And she's like, <laughs> did we? Did <laughs> we now? Right? Your, your your pump pump jerk motion back there was uh, not what I call making love. You know? yeah. great
1: phrase. Um, great phrasing.
0: You know, uh, I would say, you know, one of the things I thought was kind of cool. You know, like I, I love how they give you like the title of where you are. Like remember when the other ones was like Ratwater and it said that crazy music. <laughs> Principal's, Principal's office. Principal's office. You know? <laughs> I didn't really, I was kind of like, I kind of really chuckled in the very beginning on that. They do a good job with this stuff. You know? But I will tell you, I was super surprised to find out that Tulip was a childhood friend. That yeah. really threw me for a loop. I knew she
2: was from the other episode where you see him getting his ass
0: beat out front of the church. Or yeah, like that. she That's was there. That. Yeah, but you never heard, like, I just didn't put that together. I'll just be honest with you. Like, today was, the you know, not today, but then when the episode came out yesterday, it was like the it was like the culmination of okay wait a minute they really did have a strong relationship even as a you know what I'm guessing this kid what do you think ten years old maybe if that yeah I mean well, I think the whipping scene he was younger Other than that so you know so I that was a surprise to me I didn't I didn't put two and two together that that was Tulip until this episode
2: no
1: I mean it kind of made sense to me just yeah, with how they
2: used her skin tone for the kid you know I was, oh yeah, I was kind of like okay well, that fits you know what I mean so I, I just kind of. And just how protective she them. is
1: of preacher, like it just resembles childhood friendship. But there was another kid
2: with them too, that mm-hmm. first episode that they showed them as kids, who could be Carlos, could possibly be Carlos the Ryan. You know what I mean? Very possible. I mean, very it's very not case. like they like yeah, pretty focus on him or anything like that. But I'm just saying, when you saw the little group, it was three or four kids in all, wasn't it? Yeah, it was three kids. I mean, yeah, three yeah. kids. It was so, I mean, Tulip, Jesse, and then one other boy. So we'll find out about him, I guess. Well, that'd be a, that'd be a kick in the head if that's Carlos. Yeah, but, I mean, they didn't do any focus on the kid or anything. They
0: really didn't, you know, I mean. And even this episode, he's not in the picture at all. It's just him and Tulip, so. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, now, that, you know, one thing about the whole backstory we got a lot of this time. We got Dad and, you know, the preacher and um, the whole nine yards. You know, of course, we get his actual execution and everything, which was pretty brutal. And, you know, of course, the clue there, they get you have the, the forearm tattoo that's got a, a five-point star with a horseshoe around it. You know, all in, encased into it. Um, what what are we thinking here? I mean, do we think this is Kincaid's... Absolutely. You know... You Kincaid. Know, Kincaid. Yeah, the older uh, generation?
1: Possibly. I mean... <laughs> Maybe not even the older generation. I mean, that just might be Kincaid in all honesty. These guys
2: were big. These were bigger dudes. Um, oh, yeah.
1: There's two, you know... But, you know, from what we've
2: seen... This energy and cattle company does have some big, you Dudes. know, muscle behind them and stuff like that. So it could be that. I mean, it could be something attached to the rat water type deal. You know what I mean? Like some, you know, just a continuation of something like, whatever. Some, you know, Bilderberg group type. Well, thing. I mean, to me,
1: it kind of feels almost like it's gambling debt or something. You know, he's taking private phone calls. He's hiding, and well, he just doesn't really want to be noticed.
0: You well know, the only thing he even says in the whole show was like. Um, you know, I told y'all not to come back here, you know, you know, that's all, and then he gets his butt whooped, you know, and so, I mean, I don't, I don't know, they've given us a lot of puzzle pieces, but they haven't given us anything that really connects, if that makes sense.
2: Well, there's, you can tell they're juxtaposing, like, his dad's situation versus his situation. Now, with Ken Cannon, you know, calling the deed and stuff like that, and, you know, trying to get the, the land and everything, you know, there's gotta be some kind of connection there, I would assume, Where it's like kind of a repeat of what his father messed up. You know what I mean? And he's doing it again. But the thing of it is, is how... These people were just there to kill his dad or whatever. And that was it? Because it doesn't look like they wanted the church and land. Because otherwise it would have been gone, wouldn't it?
1: Well, I mean, how did Jesse hold on to this? That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: How did they hold on to it after... Because Jesse, like you said, is
1: like 10 or 11, maybe. Yeah,
0: well, not only that. If it was an execution, you wouldn't have witnesses. You know, to me, I, you know, you'd grease the kid, too. I mean, that's just me if it was like, you know, you're trying to end everything to take over the full property. Uh, they're going to have
2: to explain it because otherwise they're sending a message. Somehow. Yeah, there's you know what I mean?
0: there's, there's, a, there's a miss. I don't know what it is, but there's a big, not a gap, but, like, we're just missing one big piece of puzzle that explains why Jesse Custard's still alive, you know, if that was what that was. You and know why I mean? he has his land. Exactly. So I mean, there's there's a lot more to this, and I think there's I think we're gonna have a big revelation when it comes to why Dad was killed and what he was involved with, and I think that's gonna play a major factor in how this story goes, the show goes for the future. Yeah, but I'm,
2: somebody was paying the taxes on the land, and somebody was keeping it up. You know, somebody was taking care of this while he was out. You know, being a heist, you know, mobster or whatever. You know.
1: I mean, um, it clearly wasn't the church people, because when he first came back, he had, what, 11 members? Yeah. <laughs> A congregation of 11. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Deep pockets. You oh, know yeah.
0: <laughs> and Emily, the crazy <clears throat> The yeah, sheriff is really. definitely making big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what would y'all think about the acting of the two kid actors? You know, the t- young Tulip and Jesse? I don't feel like Tulip had to do too much, you know, other than look stony. Um, I thought the boy was pretty good, though. Yeah, the boy putting the tears on and doing
1: all that kind of stuff like oh, that. Yeah. That was pretty good. And then chasing after the car. Yeah. Like,
2: maybe oh. maybe the prayer scenes were a little bit over the top. You know, they kept doing they the slow-mo of more. like the... Yeah, with his knees hit the ground. ground. Yeah. Uh, the first one was fine. but The second one where he's like, kill my daddy. And yeah. probably, I was that like, is a little much. Man, that's far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, under the bridge. <laughs> this escalated quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with
0: you because th- that was something I thought about. I was like, I was like, I thought it was forced. I thought it was a little heavy-handed. When it came to that kind of part, yeah, and then the key detail that bothered me is <clears throat> right after the old man got, and he's like, "Yeah, it's my fault. I prayed for you to die." Da, da, da. And then he bang, he shot him, and right before he blacked away, <clears throat> you see the kid take his fingers and just wipe the tears out of his eyes, <laughs> and they caught it on camera. And I was like, mm, "They didn't edit that good enough because, like, you know." Well, he said, um, "Custers don't cry" or whatever like that. Yeah, no, but still, yeah, uh, is that his name, Jesse Custer? Custer. With the D, I think. With the D? I think, no, that's C U S T E R. Custer. I'm almost positive. Okay, because obviously,
2: I'm not good with my American history, but General Custer, did he have anything to do with the Alamo? Because they keep talking about it with Ken Cannon's Alamo and stuff like that. You know, he's reproducing at his office and everything. I don't think he had anything to do with it, right? He's the no. one that went
0: against the Indians with like Yeah, Custard was the one who had the debacle and died at the Indians at Big Little Bighorn? Or something like that. Yeah, it was the massacre. God, we're gonna get massacred. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have so many people on Facebook going, You jackasses you don't know idiot. anything about history. You know what the
2: saddest <laughs> thing about this is, is you know the only like reference I remember to is in the last samurai. Oh, with, God. When Tom Cruise is talking about how Custard... you know, and the guy's yeah. like
1: three hundred? You know what I mean? Like he was so impressed, you know what I mean? Uh it is Custer C U S T E R. Yeah, okay. I was right about that. But yeah, you, I think yeah, I wonder Custer if
0: went into a, a trap and you know, died horribly. Yeah, he's famous for that. Well so. he yeah, ran all his people into
2: a you know, a death sentence basically. A <laughs> suicide mission. Um, but yeah, I'm just
0: curious, you know. It could have a little foreshadowing. I stuff. mean they
2: just keep calling back to that era. Obviously with the <laughs> yeah. rat water stuff and the Alamo thing, you know, yeah. and we got the guys all dressed up doing Civil War reenactments mm-hmm. and stuff, you know what I mean? It's weird. There's got to, I just feel like there could possibly be some connection there too. Right.
0: Now, did you notice in when the, the kids scene, when they were washing dishes, okay, do you notice how the, they took a long time to show Tulip go into the pantry and grab this and like she paused and it was kind of like they were trying to show you something? I rewinded it three or four times. I, I could find nothing that was like a clue. The only I mean, thing I could why think Why would they do this? One thing you can think of is they, they showed
2: later on in the episode that she obviously had no home training. She has no family that taught her how to cook or taught her, you know, hey, this will burn and catch fire what? in the oven.
1: You don't want vanilla hash browns? Dude, how dare I you? Mean, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I
2: didn't know vanilla extract <laughs> was super
1: flammable. No <laughs> yeah, well, I had no idea. Well, no, either you, you can put it in the oven <clears> and like it just makes your house smell like cookies.
2: I just use it for cookies, but oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just All saying, I know is
1: vanilla extract don't go on hash browns. I think no. they were just. Trying to, <laughs> I thought that was coming up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it was just a connection from her youth to her older age, where they're just showing like she has no, you know, no home experience. You know, what I mean, like just. She just goes at it blindly.
0: I don't know. I, I don't know. I just felt like they were trying to show us something, and I don't know. I'm just not picking it up. And that pisses me off because usually I can see <laughs> something.
1: But yeah, there's nothing in that closet. Like I thought there might be a weapon hidden in the back. Yeah, some like money. I pause
0: like that. You know, like things were really nice and organized, and it was like you know storing supplies for a church. You know, it was so toilet paper, paper towels. Yeah, I mean, so like, I
1: was just like,
0: but that's the thing is, I think of like a kid in her situation where she's,
2: uh, you know, a prostitute mom that's in jail her uncle who takes care of her supposedly, is an alcoholic drunk, you know, that's passed out all over the place. I think she just looked at that. It was like a way of showing like there's something very organized in her super disorganized life, you know? Uh, what I, I could mean, go with that. I mean,
1: maybe, but I mean she's been in that closet before.
0: Yeah. So. I, don't, I don't know. I just I don't know. I just had that feeling like they were showing something. I don't want to harp on it, but cuz there was a lot of times that they the camera panned or something and held for it like you're supposed to see something and catch something, you know what I mean? Now I'm going to be honest with you. What was y'all's first thoughts when you saw Tulip like strolling down the street, jumping over stuff? Excited. And doing yeah, I was like, I was like, are she being chased or is she chased?" I mean, to me, my first instinct was she's being chased. I was like, oh, what could this be? We're about to have another scene like the first episode. Yeah. And instead it went, womp, womp. For a womp. pair of pants. <laughs> right. For a pair of pants. Well, actually,
2: so, I was still excited right up to when she knocks the kid off the bike. And so I was like, oh, this is
0: going to get dark. Yeah. And then just give me the pants. Yeah.
1: It got pretty dark, but... Yeah. Um it was a very sad and like yeah, humbling dude, just yeah, looking I mean, at her what, uncle.
0: I mean, what is this what does this whole scenario prove for Tulip? This is I mean, this has gotta be a character building. I mean, are we trying to show that she is a good, sincere, caring person? Or are we supposed to go back to the first episode and so where she's you know I think it just goes back to kills loyalty. people with a stick of
1: corn. You know what I mean? I think it's just all about loyalty for her, you know, she sticks around for the people that she trusts and loves and is gonna to go to bat and do whatever it takes.
2: And she also doesn't wanna be here. This is also coming back to the place that's like her worst nightmare, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is her terrible childhood and now she's back and she feels like she still has to take care of the same people over and over again, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, I just
1: I'm curious. I mean, there was a the lot table, things.
2: you know, he like what are you even doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like good question. You know what I mean? It's I think it's not just him; it's everything.
0: Yeah. Right now, going but going to him, and this is one part that this is one thing I'm struggling with with the episode is, is that you know Cassidy's telling him, the girls telling him, you know, uh, Tulips telling him, like that, you know, that there's something off. You know, you've changed; you're not who you used to be. Da da da. <clears throat> do you? I mean, do you see, or do you feel like the show's done a good job to show that metamorphosis? No. But he, to me, I feel like it's severely lacking.
1: I don't think he's changed from the beginning, which is one of the things I wanted to say. Was he seems like the same exact character?
0: Yeah, like I don't see the him turning. All I saw with him was getting frustrated and saying something like anybody else who gets mad and just says something bad, like you know, he said "Go to hell." and The guy with that, not realizing that it would have literal consequences. You know, that's just somebody getting upset you know, and saying what they say. I mean, like, he's still cussing. He's still doing this. I mean, all that stuff. None of that's really changed from right. the beginning.
1: I mean, he's been moody. Right. He's been short-tempered. But and they
0: all keep saying that, like, we've noticed this huge change in you, and I, I don't see it on screen. I don't know. I think I feel like I see him as kind of being a little more power-hungry and kind of cocky about him having this about an episode or two ago, but the last two episodes haven't, haven't translated that. Now, no, you're wrong. Last episode, he was a... He's an epiphany to everything, and then this episode, like we said, has been kind of you know lackadaisical.
2: I I think I mean last episode. I think really showed it when he sent Eugene to hell and stuff like that. It was like I'm going to go out here and save these people. You know what I mean? Like he feels like he's above right now. You know what I mean? Like he's making this decision for people and stuff like that. I mean that's power hungry kind of you know attitude really. I heard.
1: Yeah, I mean I just
2: it's it is it is not subtle. It's kind of like, you know... It just kind of throws it in your face every once in a while, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like a subtle change. It's just like, here it is again, you know what I mean? So I agree with, I, I agree with what you're saying, that they didn't, like, progress it, you know, evenly each episode up to this point where now he's kind of like, you know, at like a tipping point, basically.
0: Right. You know, but,
2: you know, I'm not going to harp on that too much.
0: Now, <clears throat> I'm, I know we're jumping around because the episode was kind of haphazard with a lot of different things, but I'll just go ahead and tell you, the thing I loved about this episode, I loved learning about the background of Eugene. I loved learning that whole detail. I thought that was awesome. Is that, you know, we finally came to the conclusion of, hey, I saw what you did, you know, how can I help you? And Cassie, like, several times, how can I help you get, you know, fix this? You know, and I was really surprised that, you know, we we learned about Eugene like it did. Did not, I thought for sure that her head injury was like her falling off a horse. Or something like that.
1: That's a lot of people saying.
0: Scorned lover. And, you know. Shotgun. Shotgun to (laughs) the
2: skull. Wow. Yeah, and then turn it on himself. I mean, pretty crazy stuff. Now you know why they call him
0: killer. Yeah. But here's my question to you if that's the case, why is he not in jail? Was this when he was too young? Uh, Probably. Probably a minor. Um, and probably once
2: he tried to commit suicide, I'm sure there was kind of an insanity type deal too. But even you know? that is
1: against the law if you fail.
2: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but people get off all the time on crime of passion and stuff like that. I mean, and if he's left in the care of his father or something the like sheriff, that. You who know? happens to be the sheriff, yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, I
1: mean, now that you know, we see the preacher making the mother forgive Eugene, That that's a pretty wrong thing. Yeah, in context. makes it way dark. That makes it way
0: dark. Because, <clears> yeah. yeah. I mean, when we were talking about, like, okay, he did something, she had fell off the horse, she had head damage. But, then you know, now that I think about it, I feel like I'm an idiot, too, because, I mean, I was thinking that she fell off a horse, but they were calling him killer. I'm like, mm, what did he do to cause that, you know, now that I look at it in retrospect? Yeah.
2: Did you see something in her room that made you think horse or something like I that? No, she
0: said, you know, she'll yeah. never ride a horse again. Okay, cause I made the conclusion of that because of whatever happened with Eugene, she went off the horse and crushed her head.
1: Well, I mean, there was people all over Reddit and stuff talking about how he took a shotgun and scared the horse and it either hit her in the back of the head or she was on the horse and fell off. So, I mean, yeah, that was I never,
0: got, I never... It blew me away this episode when he says, he blew her head off and I was like, um,
2: but wow. that, But I was, the only reason I was asking is because we find out that she was like a champion barrel rider and yeah, prom, prom, queen prom queen and, and all, all kinds higher. of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was like... Damn, he was pretty spot on. Well, in the her horse, room. But she had, in I room, that, she I had I pictures I mean, she you know, had horse horses stuff, of horses And
0: horses stuff. And she talked about how she would never ride horses again. And that was a big part of her life. And so that's just a conclusion that I drew. And I think a lot of people did the same thing. Right. This was a huge revelation for me for him to say, Well, he ain't so innocent, you know, blew her head right. off and then, you know, failed it himself. You know, which still makes me curious of, you know, how you know, <laughs> how you ended up with that face, you know, with a shotgun blast. You'd have to lean your head way back and tilt that barrel just right just to blow your own mouth away, you know? Then, no I think they're
2: showing it like he did it like in the mouth wrapped his lips around it and pulled the trigger. That's what it looks like by the prosthetic that's what it looks like they're trying to do. I don't know. But you see in his forehead, he's got some, you know, pellet scars and stuff like that too, so it wasn't in his mouth, it looks like. It looks like it was directly in front of his mouth. Just, like maybe
1: he just concaved
2: the, his mouth, you know what I mean? He pulled it out as he was pulling the trigger or something? Yeah, something like that. Because you yeah. see, it looks like some of them went up in his upper head and things like that. Whatever. It's still wicked it is nasty. wicked nasty. That. Wicked nasty. <laughs>
0: All right, so why, why, why has nobody come to the conclusion of, well, I sent him by saying something. Why can't I just say something and bring him back? that bothered me this episode like why don't you just turn around and say Eugene come back from hell
1: yeah. Well, I think they've got to be in your presence or at least be able to hear you yeah I don't know that he can hear him
0: now hold on well I'm, I'm happy you say that because I never
2: came to that conclusion we're not going to get into the preview yeah. just yet we'll talk about that at the end or right? like that because you know I think there's some revelations in there um, but I, I did like the end of the episode where he's beating the floorboards out and you know digging through the dirt and stuff yeah. like that I thought
0: that was pretty cool I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. When I was really watching I and mean, paying attention to the, the, the detail of the church itself, I became more impressed with how they really, like you said, the floorboards. Like, even when she was playing the piano, mm-hmm. and you saw the plaster and how things were falling apart mm-hmm. and this, that, so on, it was looking the part. You know what I mean? Did you do you feel like there was, like, a big burn circle on the floor where Eugene went
2: down? No. I just I, thought it was, like, a, I think was that a were, shadow or something? I
0: think it was Cassidy's shadow from him uh, blocking the stained glass window up top. I think it was supposed to give you that look. Cause I rewinded that twice. I was like, hmm, is that supposed to be like his, where he went through the boards or something? And That's I went back like and I looked like, and like, charred yeah. wood is what it looked like to me. But. And I went back and looked and like that, I think that was just supposed to represent his shadow because you were looking at it, you're like, okay, look, there's a dark spot. And then when it pans up to see Cassidy, you see him blocking the light through the sun, you know, that window. And I think that was what it was trying to interpret. And that's supposed to be a huge revelation that you didn't realize he was sitting there watching exactly what happened. Yeah. You know. See, I wish we would have got a little more
2: of what Cassidy saw. Like, what did he see? Like, what happened? Uh, I think he saw everything. Did the gates open up? You know what I mean? And some arms pull him down. Some demons come snatch him up or something. I wish that we would have got something from Cassidy saying... You, you You don't understand. 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 We—I mm-hmm. saw the pit, uh, the fire, and then grabbed him. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about you know. He's like doomed to be stuck by pitchforks and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fire. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, you know. Tentacles came and got yeah, him. Something. I you just know? you know I would have loved to have, like heard like him t- t- say ex- explain exactly what he saw.
0: Yeah. You know would have been cool. To me, it made me feel like he just vanished in thin air. Is what it made me feel like because like it, he had no description to it. Like and so like he had no way to explain. But know? if you
2: listen to the sound of it when it happens. It sounds like something being sucked down a drain.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't it, know. I mean, it, sounds like something it would have been cool to get a little description. And sucked down. <laughs> yeah, it would have been cool to get a little description.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do we think that there's something special about the church, like the land it's on?
2: Well, we know there's something about that damn tree. Okay? Well, we know that tree's significant. We know the tree's significant because it's in the rat water scenes, people hanging off of it. And then later on, we see the tree and it has the methane pipe sticking out of it. Okay, and it's on the church property.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be disappointed if the church or the property is not involved in the story in some like, facets. I, I'm gonna I be honest it, with you. I mean if it's not if it's not integral in some part of this, I'm gonna call it disappointment. Same
1: here because I'm really starting to feel like it might just be like the gateways of hell. Like this could have only happened here. And this is why Jen like it wasn't necessarily because of Jesse, it's because Jesse was here on this property. It's possible. Even like when he had a chance, Genesis pulled him back into, you know, from going away with Tulip. I don't know. I feel like,
0: I feel like Jesse was chosen because of what I've learned in these seven episodes is is that he's a man who's 50-50. Just like what Genesis is. He's a, he's half a good guy and he is half a bad guy. And so he's almost like a replica of what Genesis is. He's He's a a coin flip. You know what I mean? And so he's a, he's a walking coin flip like you just said. And so realistically, that's, you know that's a perfect recipe to me, and that's what I feel like. That's the reason he's he is what it is. So, okay, did any you know of y'all at the
2: end of the episode when he's digging into the dirt? Did you think he was actually going to get? I thought he was going to reach and grab yeah, Eugene somehow. That's what I thought. I thought Eugene was going to be in the dirt and he was going to pull him out.
1: Uh,
0: no, I, I didn't think that. I thought it was really cool that you know you see him digging dirt, but the camera was under the dirt. Oh, yeah, I thought cool. that was a pretty neat little trick shot there, you know? And, like, the dirt
1: was just super loose. Like, I mean, he All was right. just scooping it well, out. Well, you can
0: imagine now. That dirt probably hasn't seen water in how, however old that church is. Because you think about it, it ain't never had water under well, it. i be dirt honest, yet. though. With the dirt that was coming out of there it looked like some pretty nice wet soil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> some pretty, well, maybe pretty good soil. Eugene pissed himself on the way down there. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, yeah, I don't even, uh, I'm going to tell you something else that disappointed me about the episode. And it's not because, of I anything. Mean, the angels weren't in it. I've actually, like, I've I always enjoyed, surprised. I've, I've always enjoyed my, uh, my my Kill Kenny angels, my Kilkenny Angel, my Dumb know? and Dumber. But yeah, I mean,
2: no, I'm attached to those characters now. So yeah. like I want
0: to see them. Um, I was almost disappointed we didn't get a little more sprinkle of where where are we now, you know, or whatever is going on. You know, what does it mean now that we've, you know, because we you know we were fighting the one, and last I checked, they greased the, you know, the I mean, yeah, chainsawer. Right. And so does that mean it just didn't come back and you know, I I mean I don't know, maybe this way, I don't know. I didn't get yeah. a conclusion from that. And so I was kinda of expecting to get something from that. Yeah. But like they didn't explain. They
2: don't over explain anything
1: in no. the show. Yeah. You leave um, you a lot of puzzling parts. A lot
0: of
2: guesses. Yeah, you gotta kinda make this things up for yourself a lot of times in a few of these episodes.
0: And I don't mind it to a certain degree, but we are in episode seven. And I'm starting to feel like we need to have a little more revelation towards some things. I mean, the only, think, about, think about what we learned this episode that was a major revelation. We learned about Eugene. We, con- we concluded that Tulip was a, a lifelong friend. Yep. Okay? And we got a tattoo on an arm of the guy who shot Dad.
1: And that King Cannon's been gunning after this land... For
0: a long time. Well, I, I've known that for a, a while. You know, he's like, like, he said, You've always wanted this land, I'll give it to you, da 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 da. And so on. Which, by the way, that whole scene of him saying, Well, you know, actually, I agree to this, actually I actually agree to that, sign this. No, like that I whole sign bet
1: this. was, it's now. It was
0: awkward to me. It was a, it was a miss. Okay, but we got to find out why
2: the voice is not working on Kin Cannon. Or is it working on Kin Cannon? I
0: think maybe it works, but I think maybe things have a time limit. Maybe things wear off or something.
2: No, I don't think it's a time limit because the dude, the very first episode, went all the way to Florida and stuff, I mean, and,
0: and tore his own It was heart immediately. Out. It was immediate. Like yeah, he, but I mean... He, he didn't complete what he did.
1: But do you understand, this guy served God. Yeah, was like, 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 think about this. How do you complete
2: serving God? And then call the Green Acres people and blow them away and stuff like that? I don't know. Well, there's no conclusive evidence of anything. I don't know. I think, like I said, it's like, it's always a literal translation. You know what I mean? But we don't know from what angle you take that translation. You know what I mean? It's, it's like. <laughs>
0: yeah, serving God's a wide open uh, yeah. well, spectrum. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's your, based on what you think God you're serving, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's the
2: thing is, what if Ken Cannon thinks he is God? You know what I mean? He's serving himself. You know what I mean? Like Touche. You know, so Touché. it's like he took it that way. And now he's. Because he told him, he's like, well, I'm not a Christian. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if you don't think there's a Christian God, then you would not serve that one. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, I don't know, there's a, there's something in little translations, you know what I mean? Because they've shown that from the very beginning. It's just like, you know, it's, to make a deal with the devil, you know what I mean? The wording really how matters. it's interpreted. Right. So. how
0: it's interpreted. Yeah, I'll give you that. Well, let's talk about the best scene of the entire episode. You know, I think we all agree that the best thing here is you know, it's Cassidy walking out and we're getting this Some pretty amazing special effects. And first off, awesome writing. You know, are you going to do this or
2: are you going to watch me burn too? I was like, man, it gave me chills. That was really well done. Yeah. You know, and he just strips it off his shirt and stuff like that.
1: Was anyone else surprised he wasn't jacked? Like I was kind of expecting him to have like a six pack or something. No, He's no. A, he, wiry he Irish. A
0: wiry Irish, you yeah. know, or whatever, like Welsh, you know, whatever yeah. you want to call him. He, like I said, he, he was stereotypical, perfect for that. Now I will tell you, special effects wise, I didn't care for. Like I loved watching his his skin turn red and his blust, and then it started like that. But as soon as it turned to his face front, and you saw the flames from behind, and they were. Just slightly generic to me. Just slightly. No, I, I agree with you. I thought it was a little off, but that's super tough to pull off, too. I'm with you. I just felt... Yeah, how do you do special effects flames in daylight? Uh, I can imagine how hard that is.
2: And the thing is, too, how much special effects are in this show? Not
0: yeah. much. Other than gun effects so far. But that's
2: what I'm saying. It's like, if y'all were saving money for some effects, this should have been the spot right here. No doubt. I mean, other than piles of bodies and all the, you know, the fighting with the angel chick and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, that's your most special effects. Yeah, but that's practical. That's but
0: not even that's not CG Harley.
2: And it's not like uh you know single shot work. You know, it's it's edited around and stuff like that. So they can pile up you know dummies and stuff like that and have fun with those stuff. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm a little surprised that they didn't get the budget to make this like super legit.
0: Yeah, I'm with you because, like, that whole scene where you see him put his hand out and it turns flamey, like, that, that scene looked way better when it came to special effects of the flame on his yeah. hand than this one did of him, like, starting to engulf. Right. And you notice that they panned way back when he falls on the ground mm-hmm. and on fire, so, you know, the special effects could be different. Okay, so why not
2: use a stuntman who does this all the time? Light themselves on fire, the perfect opportunity for and just practical. Just literally effect. light themselves on fire and fall down, you know, and put his ass out. You know what I mean? Like they
0: do this on movies and TV all the time. You know what I think it is? I think if they did that, you wouldn't be able to see those flames from the distance, and it wouldn't match their CG flames, and so it'd look all wrong. I'm willing to bet they actually probably tried practical effects and then realized once you put special effects, there's no way to make it look right. I'm telling you, daylight flames are probably impossible to look right. I don't know, man. The one he does with his hand I know. looked fantastic. It looked amazing, but it was almost like he was, you know, he was barely in the shadow. The lighting was right. I mean, this was in broad daylight. You know, <laughs> it wasn't even a, you know, was even half moon out there. You know what I mean? Or nothing. No dusk. It was straight noon. No magic hour on this yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. So I mean. I, I don't know. I just think it's really... I'm a, I'm a criticizing, but I'm also saying I'm willing to bet that's probably one of the most difficult things to do to make authentic flames look good in bright daylight. No, I, I agree. I agree. And plus, like I said, the writing
2: was fantastic. The it scene. was. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but, once again, it's another scene carried by Cassidy. I just...
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, and,
2: it's, and I like that they left it ambiguous about whether or not he put him out.
1: Do y'all think he put him out? <clears throat> I do. I think he did.
0: I think the show... Tanks if he doesn't, <laughs> if he's yeah. not back. You know? I, I
1: don't think he put him out, but I don't think he died either. Um,
0: I think he put him out. I, I think he put him
1: out. I don't know. Like they, like y'all have been trying to say, they've been trying to like put a little bit of wedge in between them, and I think this is going to be a little that little bit of a wedge.
2: No, I think I think Tulip is the wedge. I don't think they require him to no
0: let I, him burn for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, no. Cassidy has been he's been tr- almost a voice of reason and you know the Jiminy Cricket on oh, the shoulder yeah. and everything like that so he doesn't let him cook yeah. it's just crazy that the maniac is, <laughs> is the, <laughs> the voice of reason he's the good guy basically yeah. of insults choice well
2: he's like the you know hit man with a heart of gold you know what I mean it's exactly like, yeah, it's just you love those characters you always latch on to the anti-hero oh yeah it's you know like watching mean? The Professional you know yeah. I mean? it's
0: just you know that's, that's wonderful that's your guy Luke Benson you know great director you know that's the kind of stuff he puts in your mind and this is just like it
2: Luke you, Besson. Yeah. <laughs> Besson, we've got We'll go to America. Luke Besson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm from Mississippi. Yeah. Besson where I'm at. Let me tell you, you know. That fifth element was my favorite.
0: <laughs> 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 you don't be talking about Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh, oh. But like I said, overall episode, eh. meh. You know, Probably no. fishing the bottom of the barrel on me and this. I one. think it's a good TV, but it's definitely the worst of the season. Yeah, uh, I hope the next three really kind of. I hope we get puzzle pieces. I'm, I love the action. I love the special effects when it comes to blood and gore and all that stuff. I think that's great. I love Cassidy's humor, but I'm ready to get puzzle pieces put together. I want another scene with Ratwater. I want some more background. I, want, I think they were hitting. They had some really good recipes the last few episodes, and I want to kind of get back to those.
1: And I'm hoping we find out this Carlos and who like the actual bad guys are. Like I mean, we we like you said, there's still so much that we just don't know, and some of the things we're not even really that close to knowing. Well, I
0: think was it King Cannon? Is yeah, I think you know, like seeing the final scene with him on the bulldozer and all his guys and with guns and. Um, you know, strolling up in there. Where did he get all these people? I guess it's just his meatpacking company or whatever his methane group. I or, mean,
1: that's got to be the entire yeah, city. His workforce. <laughs>
0: um, you know, seeing that, you know, I'm obviously he's your, you know, your antagonist, your bad guy to the, to the, the to the current point, yeah. you know. But I think there's more to
1: it. Because then we got the person that Tulip met out in Houston. We've still got Carlos, who could be a bad guy. We don't really know. And I'm sure there's one or two other people lingering that we just haven't even seen yet.
2: Well, we know the weird guy with the hat that was at the movie theater. Yeah. That guy's got to play. It yeah, the guy from point. Houston. Right. Right. So, I mean. Um, but let me ask you this. Do you think Ken Cannon survives the season?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he's just too big of a name actor and he's doing a great job I don't I think, think he so dies. I think he I think, they're I think have he's toast
0: a bad guy per season or something like that and this. Guy, I think you, you have to have a new direction after this season you've got to
2: he's just too small town you know if they're going well, to make this that, story
0: bigger he's a small town he's boom. not a regular on the show you know he's a special guest star like three or four episodes yeah but he's fantastic I mean the people I are attached to him I, I think he's a, epic I think he's the quintessential perfect bad guy for what they're trying to do for this local small town, I'm with you. I don't think he makes it. I think, I think this is gone and we move on to the next angle. Plus, knowing the comic books, and I mean, I'm not being spoilerific, I mean, the bottom line is is that there is such a wide spectrum the preacher has to deal with in comic books. I think that's the reason we have so many things going on in this show that there's no way, you know. I think he is a small part to what the overall is going to become.
2: I th- yeah, I think he might be the like kind of stepping stone to Preacher's future. You know
0: what I mean? Right. How he exactly.
2: handles the situation could be the direction
0: that Preacher goes. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and the the crazy thing is, is that the comic book version of this, you know, this is not really a spoiler or anything like that. Is is that the Preacher is a different type of person in the comic book. So the show has gone a different direction, and it's more prequel esque to what Preacher the comic book is. And so it's really going to be interesting to see how they are they going towards where the comic book is, or are they going to do their own path and different things like that? You know, like we're huge Walking Dead fans, and they stay close to the storyline, and then they remix it. You know what I mean? To yeah. keep people guessing. I wonder if this if they're going to if Rogan and them are going to do the same thing with the comic book here. I mean, I'm sure they are. See, I don't, I don't know if
2: they can. I don't think they will because I'm not hating on Walking Dead I know Zach I know it's one of your favorites um, but I think writing wise I mean Preacher is just a cut above you know I mean they have excellent source material that they don't have to switch from
0: which I agree with Walking Dead too they could just go the source material and be fantastic I'm not gonna lie to you the source material for Walking Dead is epic right but, there was, but that show was before AMC would let them go to where they're allowed to go to now and so I understand why they couldn't do what they did in the beginning to follow the storyline perfectly. You know what I mean? So it's almost like it's a catch 22. The show has created an amazing show and people love it. 18 million people, whatever and so on. But it slowly developed into being allowed to do what it's allowed to do now. Because in the beginning you weren't allowed to do what they do now. And so a preacher has the luxury of being able to go full bore, start off, with start that, off yeah. that way. And, I think that's great, but I'm going to tell you the Preacher comic books, I don't think TV can show some of the things where it goes. And so I'm really curious if they're going to follow some of that. Well, you just think about what the Preacher could
2: encounter, what kind of people he could encounter, and that gives you all the kind of hints in the world like, oh, yeah. oh this could go super crazy dark oh, stuff. South fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I think this will follow more closely to the source
0: material than Walking Dead does. Right. So, like I said, just kind of wrap up the episode and go into the preview. The final scene we see is you know Kan on this bulldozer at night going towards the the preach the, the preacher's <clears throat> church and stuff like that. And then this is what makes me so angry is that during the preview you see daylight and he's out there talking to people and, and he doesn't have the church yet. There's no bulldozer. There's no church bulldozed. There's no nothing. Completely. So it already it. tells you that it's a womp 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 whatever happens no you I know? don't think it's a womp 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 because we
2: see some pretty wild looking <laughs> stuff that's gonna go down but yeah, but you know what the result is but now. they've already wrecked the the end the result of this scene you know, exactly. know what I mean <laughs> That's just poor
0: Decision making
2: Yeah I can't stand that It only takes so little Just to kind of Just wet the whistle About hey Something really cool Is happening But don't just Give us the answer It reminds me It's daylight In the preview Yeah yeah, you see
0: him Over there pointing Talking to the congregation About this and that So I'm like What the I mean I felt like I was watching True Detective season 2 I mean it was just like Where the preview's like You just gave away The next episode What are you doing You know Yeah And I was just uh, it It was very frustrating very
2: very frustrating. I don't know. Pretty uh, pretty unfortunate. I mean, I give AMC a lot of props for the shows they've put out. I mean, they've put out some really good stuff. Yeah.
0: And this this is just poor decision to to allow that preview to show so much. It's like watch. Remember, oh God, I can't believe I'm referencing this quality, amazing action, action epic Terminator Genesis. You know, <laughs> I've not seen so. <laughs> well, you spoil away it's garbage. For what yeah. I'm saying. You saw it in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. The trailer gives away the biggest spoiler Spoiler in, in what I think is one of the biggest movie spoiler history. And I was like... Oh, that John Connor's a robot? Yeah. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, no, they did not just do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the trailer. In yeah. the trailer. In, yeah. like, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and so, don't, please don't do that. Please don't ruin stuff like that. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know... But like I said, I do believe the next episode is gonna be really good. I'm looking forward to it. Y'all have any thoughts on what you think is gonna go? I think we're gonna get some
2: action. And I mean, then seeing the angels in it makes yeah. me happy. The angels back is good. And that he asks, Is there any way to bring Eugene back? And No. One yes. guy says no and the other guy says yes. Yeah, my favorite but, angel says yes. But you gotta give us back Genesis first. So we do see preacher laying there with the, the tin can on his uh, his chest, you know, and they bring out the little music box and all that stuff. So I look, I look forward to a couple things. We're gonna get, I imagine, some kind of resolution on the Eugene. I think we deal. get Eugene
1: back. I get Eugene
2: back, and we're gonna get resolution somewhat on the church being demoed and shot up or whatever. Because you see in the trailer, they show a sl- very end of the little preview shows a slight slow mo of bullets entering the side of the of the church. Like it looks like, you know, it's going to be some slow mussing of like, you know. So, that could be cool. It could be. It really could. It but we also know that he's upstairs in the steeple blazing <laughs> down with a machine gun. So, it's like, okay, well, they're shooting the bottom floor. I'm up yeah. here. You know. Did not see Cassidy in the trailer at all. So, there's still even that at least ambiguous.
0: I'm going to be honest with you right now. If Cassidy is somehow really gone, if we go over there and there's like a dusty corpse that's bones on the ground. No way. no. I'm going to be completely shocked and then I'm going to go ahead and turn the series off. (laughs) There there won't be an episode nine. Sorry to inform that we will not (laughs) podcast (laughs) any further. We're going to let you know that uh, just like Walking Dead, uh, if Cassidy goes, we riot. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: think about it though. If Cassidy and Tulip put aside their issues with them right now, it would be a hell of a battle. Between Tulip, Preacher, and Cassidy against this little mob. Yeah. And they're wearing... You know, some of them are wearing the Civil War reenactment outfits and stuff. Oh, so. I was seeing Bunny Rabbit there with yeah. his, oh, his all that up in the bright yellow cast. <laughs> oh my
1: god, I was loving it. So you know,
2: you know, any kind of slow mo or any kind of fight scenes or something like that are going to look awesome with them in them costumes. And you know, stuff. What's... and did
1: y'all see his face though? Like he was a little nervous of walking up this thing to the <laughs> church.
2: <laughs> he knows what power he has. Yeah, exactly. Here is the other thing: Here's is there the... is there not a reason why they focus so much on obviously the microphone outside? I mean, can he not just get over the speaker and be like, "Turn around and go away"? Great, I <laughs>
1: really think you might. <laughs> I am terrified that that is exactly how this I is going to end. If that happens, oh, I'm gonna slap him. I mean, God, that would. Like, I'm going to drive to your house and just slap you. But I yes. hope it's more
2: like you know Kingsman Secret Service, where like, turn around and strangle the man closest <laughs> to you. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna be honest with you. You know what I'm thinking? Is they're coming at night, which is not something you've seen before. And night is Cassidy's playground. You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about it. I mean, that'd be awesome if you see him like cloak and dagger, grabbing folks and biting them and doing different things. I just need 20 okay. guys. Oh,
1: that's how he gets his body back.
0: Yeah, man, that would be pretty sweet. Like if you oh, see Oh, he's out there, it's all burnt up. And yeah. You see if he's like, like half burnt and but he's, like healing as he attacks people. Yes. Like imagine it. how Ooh, epic that would be. That would be cool.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, we saw daylight. <laughs> we don't know what's happening. Well, At least
0: we know can cannon man. We don't know about his crew.
2: Yeah, it looks like the the crowd is a lot smaller in the previous, so possibly. So I don't think, it. About,
0: think about how awesome that could be if you we, saw, like, a shadowy figure who's charcoal and, you know, half cooked. We know what he did to a cow once, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's the thing, too. All
2: right, so... We've all seen the vampire stuff, you know, through the years. I'm a huge fan of horror, vampire, werewolf, all oh, that yeah, type of stuff. supernatural movie. But they usually have, like, kind of supernatural powers. Obviously, he can drink blood and heal himself, but we don't see, like... Super vampire strength, although he does snatch a cow. Uh, yeah, the cow yeah. thing.
0: Okay, but we haven't seen him like, you know, punch somebody across a room. Well, here's or... the here's the deal with that. That you bring up a good point. Think about this: if you can grab a what I would imagine is six hundred to a thousand pound cow down like that, at like least, it was nothing like two thousand pounds, probably. All right, just like it's nothing. Yeah. Okay, you could punch a hole through a man's chest without blinking. You know what I'm saying? Think about that strength. You know, I'm just putting it well, in comparison. I, mean, I would say... You could tear arms and off and, and beat people with him. it's only half them. his body, too, grabbing that cow. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, realistically, you could tear somebody's arms off and beat him with it. You know, literally. I hope he does.
1: Like, my <laughs> only thing is maybe he's just been so drunk and on drugs and stuff that he hasn't fully been able to tap into it. Maybe. I'm, That's just the best be I got. Curi-
2: I'll just be curious. I, I, I'm not sure I want to see supernatural power. You know what I mean? But... They've given us teeny little hints of it, you know, and...
0: I wouldn't call it teeny when you can snatch a cow down like you do. <laughs> I, I'm know, gonna put it, I know, I know, but... I'm sorry, that is... That's that's, that's a big leap. That's the big leap when you can pull, like you say, a, a ton of yeah. a cow down no, like I it was nothing. I agree, I'm just saying... I don't know about you, but I have pulled on the neck of a horse, or you know, a cow. I try to grab, you know, who doesn't want to move? Yeah, You <laughs> ain't moving it. <laughs> I don't think you could stop a truck from pulling it. I'm just gonna put it out there.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just. I'll be curious to see if they, if if Cassie has any like powers. You know, yeah. Not. I'm not talking about like fucking Twilight speed or anything like that.
0: You keep talking about your favorite movie again. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> you keep. I want you to know. You TJ! keep bringing it. In. <laughs> It's the best representation you know. of
1: vampires we've yeah. ever had. Right. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Sarcasm. Come <laughs> on. I need you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, guys,
0: if y'all if y'all heard something or thought differently or liked something, man, let us know. We like I said we say this every at end of every pod. We enjoy chatting it up on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and you know going back and forth. We got a good guy, you know, on talk to me. He does an awesome podcast on metal, and he's hitting us up. And uh, we've got several other podcasts we kind of interact with. So it's not just a one hit and quit. It's a we'd love to talk to anybody and everybody. And so we'd love to have your thoughts. And if you got a minute to subscribe to us on iTunes or even give us a positive review, we'd love it. Um, But other than that, I think we're going to call it a night. Yeah, man. Good. And uh, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we're going to catch you all next week.